You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Yannick Hanfman. I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm Dennis Kudler. This is Sebastian Wolfner. It's Mark Andrea Weisler. I am Francisco Serundolo. And, and you're listening to the Game for the Podcast. Hopefully, you enjoy it. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Hey, welcome back again, tennis fans. By this time, you will have probably watched our ATP predictions reaction video. And now we're on to the WTA. Uh, I was a little bit smug, let's say, in the ATP one. But in this one, I feel that the, it's going to be a complete role reversal. Uh, my cheeks aren't rosy because I'm embarrassed already. Just been having a glass of red. And uh, it seems to just be warming up in here. But I've got a feeling it's going to get a little bit hotter, JJ. Yeah, I'd pour that wine down the sink and get something a little bit stronger, Ben, <laughs> because you're going to need it for this episode. Oh, um, no. I gave you a good one, though, on the on the ATP. But this one is going to be a lot easier for me because I feel your knowledge of the WTA circuit is extremely subpar. Um, and this goes back to all of the draw previews we've ever done. You've never beaten me on any season. Looking at last year's predictions, you didn't come close. And it seems to me you always get very wrapped up in the moment of the WTA. You believe in players who sh- who you think are going to win and they shouldn't win. Uh, you get very hyped on sort of the likes of Serena and Hallett one year at Wimbledon. Both went out first round. And then you get sort of in fraud in some of the young talents who aren't ready yet. Um, but anyway, there's plenty to get into. Um, we obviously know some of the famous ones of the past, Sophia Kennan he's had as world number one. But I think this one is arguably better. So strap in everyone and get ready because this is our WTA 2023 predictions reaction show. And like pour ben another said, glass quickly. <laughs> I think I need it. <laughs> like Ben said, we've just done the men's one. We'll pop the link for that in the comments section if you've not watched it already. Um, but let's get started, Ben. Do you remember 
what your top 10 was? Um, I can't remember the exact order, but I have an idea of who's in there. And I remember me being very bold, and that's the word I would use uh, to describe my predictions. And I remember you being very conservative, which was not normally like you. So we sort of swapped positions, but we're going to see how we both got on. Were there any good bold predictions? That's all I want to know from me. Probably not. When you say bold, do you mean reckless? <clears throat> well, you can do you dress mean uneducated, it up. lack of can, knowledge. Is that can, what you mean by bold? I think you can dress you them up definition? either way, really. I mean, there's being bold, there's being brave. Or there's a fine line between brave and stupid, as we know, yeah. in the uh, any sporting world. Pick, making yeah. picks, you have to be brave sometimes. And I thought I was making an educated guess on some of these. Some of them were big punt, I'm not going to lie. Some were a punt, some were an educated guess. And the punts have really punted me in the backside. Yeah, you say there's a fine line. Let us know in the <laughs> comments section. Has Ben crossed that line? Uh, I, th I believe he has. Um, let's get straight into it. So this is WTA top 10 rankings. On the left-hand side, you're going to see the actual rankings and how it finished. And then you're going to see mine and Ben's predictions. Might start drinking that bottle now. <laughs> at the end of 2022 for 2023. <laughs> right, let's go. Whoopo! So the actual oh. rankings was Iga snatched it right at the end. She ended number one. Oh. Sabalenka two, Goff three, Rabakina four, Pegula five, Jabur six, Vondrausova seven, Mukova eight, Sarkari nine, Krajikova ten. And it wasn't too long on the men's one where Ben started bringing up these sort of fandangled quotes with my face <laughs> on it and nice <laughs> captions and colours and. Great work on Photoshop. I'll be interested to see if we have any for this chart because it's very difficult to find many. I mean, looking at mine instantly, I've just seen two greens there. Calling Maria Sarkari, getting her exact position right in number nine. I and know, eager. That is, uh, listen, I'm a Sarkari specialist. <laughs> what can I say? Well, you and John Silk have been going back and forth on the Jabir Sarkari debate for, I think, a couple of years now. And uh, I'm not sure where it's going to end up. I feel like you're both going to swap positions soon and then be supporting the other, other player. I've always got Jabir a little bit higher and she's done it again. Mm. Um, and maybe that's a good starting point. Let's get straight into it. So the Go first on, bone I want to pick with you is oh, where no. is Ons Jabir? Yeah, that was the big one, wasn't it? Took a real big punt. No, I know it's not the big one, Ben. There's about, I think there's a big six. Okay, so that's and I'm not talking about the Premier League. Are they a big six these days? Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm. I have to hold my hands up. I'm, I took a real risk and knocked Onsjabur out of the top ten because I thought, how is she going to possibly um, like match that great year she had getting to both Grand Slam finals, Wimbledon, and the U.S. Open? I thought that there was going to be a drop off. And I was wrong. Uh, Ons Jabir looked, still looked good in the big tournaments. Uh, it, she wasn't as good, but she was still good enough to stay in the top 10. And yeah, I mean, the Wimbledon, if she'd won Wimbledon, then that would have been amazing. That would have been the, the icing on the cherry on the top of the cake for her. But she showed some fragility in that final mentally. So... The next one I want to have with you is this. So Jessica Begula, she got all the way to <laughs> the final of the WTA Tour Finals. Yeah. She wasn't even inside your top 10. She finished fifth overall. 
I think that is highly, highly disrespectful of yourself. I mean, yeah, I mean, how can you not see that Jesse Pagula over the course of a season is going to have enough consistent tennis to be inside the top ten? Granted, I don't have her that high. I've got a number eight, but she's always going to be inside the top ten. It's crazy to me that yeah. on the men's we've just done, you thought Nick Kyrgios could be inside the top 10. One of the most topsy-turvy players who hardly plays any events, and you don't know what Nick Kyrgios is going to get. With Pagula, you get a good level. She beats all of the mediocre players and loses to some of the better ones. That's enough for a top 10 ranking. Where is your tennis knowledge? You do a, you do a podcast, Ben. You're supposed to be a tennis analyst who brings expertise <laughs> well. to the table. <laughs> And at the moment, all I'm seeing is good memes and shorts uh, and editing skills. Oh, I'm no. not seeing any tennis. This is something good. I'm not seeing <laughs> any tennis knowledge, <laughs> and I'm very disappointed. Would you like my point three, or do you want mum? Wow, it's going to be tough with this conservative pick uh, that you had here. I mean, the, Just the say only, it was very good. The only one that I can really go in on, which... Uh, is one which you just threw in there, hoping that she'd have a good year, which was Paola Badoza. And this is probably where you're going to use the defence, which I've tried to use for Nick Kyrgios, to save Paola in number 10, where no, she finished at, what was it, 65 yeah. in the world. Not using that as a defence at all. What's her defence? It's out by 55, not the end of the world. She did close. okay. <laughs> Pretty close, not terrible. Yeah. I mean, if you look at, well, we're not getting on to your four, five and six yet. Um, I will be getting there very soon. But uh, with Paula Vadoza, <laughs> it's not that bad. You've just had a 1,000 on Nick Kyrgios, put that in perspective. And seeing as we are there, let's speak about, I believe this is number four now for you. Um, and I'm going to go with Andriescu. She's 90. She finished 96 in the world. And you had her inside your top 10. Another player who we know does not bring consistent tennis, actually can play Injury. one good event and be terrible for a while. Injury-prone players, why are you picking them? It seems was... it seems farcical, Ben, that someone would be picking injury-prone players for their top 10. And you say I've been conservative. Maybe I'm just being smart. I've picked players who I believe who can play a duration of a season and do well. What have you done with Andreescu? Shambolic. Defend yourself. Put your hands up and say you're a fraud. Tell us all now. <laughs> well, with Andreescu, in my defence, she had a good year. The last year, she what did ended, she say? She ended the year at number she forty. She ended the, she the year last year at forty. I think it was something like forty-five, forty-six, wow. something like that. But it's good. She, she made it. She went from 45 down into the hundreds and then got back all the way at the end of the year, took back to the 46 again. So I wow. thought she's on the up again. If she avoids injury, she's going to be playing well in the top 10 maybe again. But Just a as we know, Just a moment. she had a back in. <laughs> oh, no, not these guys again. <laughs> back again. <laughs> If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. 
CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. But she had a back injury anyway, uh, and right. I feel really bad for Bianca. Uh, I hope uh, she has a very speedy recovery, and we don't get to see any of this uh, in 2024. But as we know, she is injury prone. It was a risk. It was a, more of a hope than anything that one of the best players in the women's game could come back to the top, and unfortunately, it didn't pay off. Yeah, real stinker, that one. Uh, <laughs> moving on to number five. And this one is Linda Fruvitova. Uh, finished 93, just inside the top 100. You went with a young talent. You thought you'd be a bit brash and brave. Oh, look at me. I'm going to have a young talent inside the top 10. Yeah. I really oh. know my tennis. <laughs> Not good enough. Too early. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, I mean, this one. It's a flop. As I said before, there's some that are going to be a punt. And this one was a massive punt. Inside the top 10? I know. It's really big. I I do admire the courage a little bit on this one. It's not. I mean, this one, this one's the one you should be kicking me more, more than curious, I feel. This one, uh, I'm a bit disappointed. It's definitely too early for for Vitova. I just, I'm so big on the Czech hype. 18 years old, I think, now? I'm so, well, if you look at it. 17 when she was playing most of last year. In theory, I was sort of right with the Czech players because we've got Mukova and Von Drausovic. (laughs) But if we look at Badoza, she finished, what, 65th? And then we look at Flavitova. What did she finish in the end? 93. There was only 147 points between them, really. It's not that much. It's like, what, one good good tournament? 150 points is 150 points. And for me, that is. is another stinker. Let's line up for stinker number six. And if you've got anything you want to say about my brilliant picks, I mean, Goff out by one, Rebecca out by one, Jabur out by two, Samsonova, not too Samsonova. bad. Saw some, saw no, some hope there. Sabra's out a bit. King Wing Zeng, a lot better than your one. Sakari's spot on, and you've already spoken about Badoza. Very good. Gives me a total of 85. Yeah. But let's get to the real moment everyone is waiting no. for. What? Do we not, we're not going to speak about Klaichikova here for a second, please? Yeah, we will do, Ben. But just pause this for a second, because this is the moment everyone's waiting for. I've got an image uh, <laughs> behind me. Right, here we go. Because this is one of my favourite tennis players, and she's given me a lot of laughs this entire year. I mean, she was someone you was really, really gunning for. You had her doing well in Grand Slam, Australian Open success. She had it all, Anissa Mova. She did post a very cryptic message on social media, which she then deleted after about 10 minutes after she's lost interest in all tennis. Uh, but yeah. you still went with it. You thought, I can do this. I, d- I, um, didn't, I didn't read that before. Do- <laughs> I did read it. I remember at the time because I did say it to you. I thought it was laughable then. Uh, and I think it's even more laughable now. She finished 367th. She hardly won a match all all season. Hardly played. Lack of, she not interested, really she's been having a few issues. I don't even know if it's injury-based. No, it's and not. I see her on, on yachts, she's having a great time holiday, holidaying, partying, doesn't want to be playing tennis. And you had her inside your top ten. So, this is for you, Ben. 
So yeah, this this is how I feel about the whole Anisimova oh, wow. saga. I think it's, I think it's maybe edges the Kyrgios one. Um, it just. I think it's worse than the Kyrgios one. I think it could be the opinion. worst one of we've ever had. Um, I'm not sure if it's worse than Sophia Kenin, but that's probably up for debate. Uh, but this is a real, real well, stinker. Ben. Had, uh, what, what do well, you have to say about picking Anisimova? Well. It sort of reminds me of your Mugalutza pick after she went on holiday for the rest of the year last year. That was an interesting pick of yours. She disappeared. There she is. That's a good face she's pulling. She should be pulling a worse face than that, I'm telling you. She... She played. Wrong, ben. She played three. No, she played twelve matches and won three of them <laughs> in twenty twenty three, and she took an indefinite break from tennis after in April in twenty twenty three, and she's now gone back to school. So I don't know what's going on. She's gone to college. She's not even doing it anymore. It's not. That's it. That's not even in her thought process. She's going to study and. All the best to her, really. I mean, um, she was a real talent. She beat Osaka, I remember, at that slam. It was exciting. I was on the hype train. And she sold me uh, a, a dead horse. That's all I can say on that. Can you just <laughs> confirm where you had her in your rankings, just for for the audio listeners? For the audio listeners, it was number seven in the uh, rankings there. And she finished at 367 with... Was it six months, no tennis? Shocking. I should yeah. have to wear a hat for that one, I think. Like a D- <laughs> well, a I am going to get hat. you a Listen Over t-shirt for Christmas, so hopefully you can wear it on some future oh, episode. I've got a few t-shirts for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, there we go. That sums up. Uh, the top ten predictions. I think it's. Oh fair no! To one say. sec. I don't think we. Whoa, 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 whoa! I whoa, did obliterate Ben. Why are we? Why are we summing it up? We've got to at least look at something that went right for me in this one, which is something that you didn't get right, which was Barbora Klaichikova. She actually made it into the top ten, and that was something that you ridiculed me for on that uh, predictions, and you actually said. This it is a disgrace putting her in your top 10. She's a doubles player. You went on to say some more stuff about she probably will pl- won't even play more than about three events in the whole year. And if when she does play an event, I'm going to be gunning for you in all the draw previews. So that's what you said. Uh, do you hold your hands up? She's not just a doubles player. She's actually a very good singles player. She's a very good doubles player. Doesn't do too bad in the singles. <laughs> How many events did she play all year? More than three. Probably six. Was it? How many? Well, she made it to the top ten. That's all How many matters. was it? It wasn't too bad. I, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Boy, if it's less, even better for her. It means it's even better singles player. Anyway. Right. On to the next bit then. Uh, on to the slam predictions. This would be even more fun. <laughs> yeah, this is where it really does come to life. Some of your predictions. Oh. To find the right bit. So I believe yeah. it is number 11. There so the women's Grand Slam predictions. So let's go back to our thinking at the end of 2022. Who did we have for the Australian Open? 
Was it a real talented player? Um, was it one of the big three? We've got Rabak and Sabalenka, Isla. <laughs> They'd be the sensible picks, of course. Uh, was it Rajiv Kali? I know Ben really does like her. It was close to going inside his top ten, but didn't. And opted <laughs> for Anisimova. <laughs> so Homer Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> this was a gif on my one. They've got him going back into the bush, because that will be Ben with his Amanda Anisimova pick. I did go for Iga. Uh, unfortunately, she didn't win the Australian Open. Maybe I can do I it like this. Did she get to the semis? Here we go. Can I go? Can I? Oh, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Ben going back into the bush there. <laughs> <laughs> That's back my out version of it. <laughs> but yeah, Sabalenka winning. And I think that really did set the story for the year. We didn't, neither of us expected Saba to have such a good year like she did. Because there's yeah. always a few issues with her. Uh, unforced errors and I serve but she was outstanding all year and it sort of Brilliant. started off with a Australian Open victory yeah uh, isn't it typical we both picked her the year before to win the Australian Open then we both didn't pick her to win the Australian Open and of course she won it yeah. your pick was well, where did she get to in Australia round, round four I believe it was was it? yeah went oh, out to her back early. went out to her back yeah, in that's a, right. I believe it was uh, Anisimova went out first round wasn't it? I yeah, think Martin it was Kostya. I believe yeah, straight sets. terrible. And let's just remind uh, us all of my pick to win in the draw preview while we're here. I'll pile it on. Uh, it was Kudometova who also went out in the first <laughs> round. So a double whammy. I might as well shoot myself in the foot and the other foot. While yeah, I'm and there. in the draw preview, I did predict Sabalenka. So just to make there it even go. worse. So the next one, <laughs> we've got Roland Garros. And yeah. <laughs> it's a winner. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> <laughs> winner. Winning. We've Hashtag got, winning. We both Love went it. for ego. I told nothing you it took me some time, this PowerPoint. Nothing we can more you can say about that one. That one, I think most people probably picked ego. We both got it right. On to and the maybe next. we should say well done to us in the live chat. We, or not the live chat, in the comment section. We actually yeah. got something right. This is a good one. Cheers. On to the next one. Um... <laughs> This is um, a very difficult one to call. We both went Coco Golf. I don't think it's the worst. I want to Coco did have actually a congratulate season. us for this one. I was going to say not because of the Wimbledon, but because we had a win in a Slam in 2023. Yeah, we both felt that she was going to win a Grand Slam this year. It just wasn't Wimbledon. It was the one after Vondrousova. You'd never have called it. And I think this year I'm going to just pick someone really random because I feel Wimbledon. Yeah, it happens. Like you're not gonna get a top. Eager's <laughs> not gonna win it. No, she's just not. Um, Doesn't yeah, seem I don't know. Like I don't it. know what I'm gonna pick yet. I'll be honest, but I feel you do have a chance for the odd surprise. Should have been Jabir on that trophy. The name, I think, but she she just bottled it. There's no there's no other wor words to describe it. It was just one of the. Worst performances I've ever seen from Ons Jabeur on a tennis court. And it's just such when a shame mattered. because we know that she's so much better than that. Moving on to the next one. Of course, the US Open. <laughs> um. <laughs> Neither right. Do you pick Eager for all of them? <laughs> what was going on? I did pick you went, you went Eager, Eager, and then Wimbledon, Coco, Goff, and then Eager again. That's right. Should have done that Djokovic. Anyway, she yeah. get on at the US Open? Well, um, Kim Win Zhang, she got to, I believe it was the quarterfinals, was it? Yeah, quarterfinals, losing to Sabalenka. Six Better than Eager, if I'm uh, right in recollecting. And she, she, also beat, she also beat Ons Jabeur. 
I mean, I thought it was a good, good performance. I think that this is another example of the sinner. See, I've picked my US Open winners as being just maybe too soon, really. And Kim Win uh, Jeng, she had three tournament wins in 2023. So that was, they were her first wins, and she had a really big year out of the slams. And that was the first time she did well in a slam. Quarterfinals of the US Open. Maybe next year's her year. Yeah, and I feel like she didn't do too bad in the rankings. We both had her inside the top 10, but I believe she finished, was it 15th? Yes, yeah. Which isn't too bad. She was knocking on the door. Um, too little, you did too go late. To, that's another one for you, though. Yeah, you did go so high with a four. It's too much. Yeah, I mean, I've, I got carried away sometimes with these uh, young players. Yeah. But yeah, I think overall that does conclude the women's. Yes. Um, the last slide I've got is let's hope 2024 predictions are better. Um, Can't be worse, surely, for me. Well, yeah, you'd hope so. I mean, that and this over one. Let's just give it one last trombone. And I think we'll wrap it up there. We've seen some terrible ones. We've seen some okay ones. Um let us know in the comments section who did better on our WTO predictions in 2023. I think Ben has already concluded. He's waving the white flag. Uh, the men's one's more up for debate. I feel like you can make a case for either. Uh, and I'm interested to hear what you guys have to say. Go watch that if you haven't seen it. And go check out these episodes on Spotify if you don't want to look at our ugly faces and just listen. Um, but if you haven't already, like the video, subscribe if you're new. And we'll see you very soon because we will be doing some 2024 predictions. And I feel like I've learned a lot from these last two years of doing these now, um, where I know exactly what to do and I know how to beat Ben because he thinks in a very strange way when it comes to consistency in tennis. And I know I can beat him with a little bit more tennis now. And I'll be using eeny, meeny, miny, mo. There we go. <laughs> Shout out to Anisimova. Shout out to Ben. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you very soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.